into this week's episode of the Rad Podcast. I am producer Brandon from the Rob Anybody and Don Show. And uh, being that it is October, I thought that we'd uh, dive deeper into the, the world of the mumbo and the jumbo. Uh, later on this month, we're going to be doing a paranormal investigation with our friends at Sac Spirit. Uh, there's a haunted location in the downtown Sacramento area that we're going to be investigating, which is uh, always very fun to have our friends, uh, Brent and Melissa and the gang, Join us on the podcast, um, but right, just out of the blue, over the last week, I got an email uh, from our guest today, and she she wanted to do a tarot reading with me. And my previous uh, my previous knowledge of tarot readings is that it kind of relates to horoscopes, astrology, and I'm sure that 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 might not be the case, or it might be. Um, and we're going to find out all that all those uh, burning questions that I have in relation to tarot readings. Um, so, uh, but before we get to it, I just wanted to introduce our guest. Her name is Brianna. Hello, Brianna. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you for being here, and uh, thank you for reaching out. What exactly? Um, uh, what, what prompted you to to reach out to do a tarot card reading with me? Um, so probably because of your experience with sex spirit, mm -hmm. um, it kind of made me aware that you were into this kind of thing. And I've been wanting to, um, branch out my abilities to people besides my best friend, my mom and my husband. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to, you want to get a bigger sample size, right? But yeah, exactly. Um, so do you, do you see yourself wanting to do this like as a, as a full-time thing or is this just a, more of a hobby? Um, it's currently starting out as a hobby, but I think with the excitement that it gives me to give other people some forethought into kind of the questions they have, it's, it could potentially get bigger. Nice. And how long have you been doing tarot card readings? I've been doing tarot card readings for about two years. Um, I got started a couple years ago. My best friend, she randomly walked into my mom's store and I had saw that she had like a Doctor Who shirt and I'm like, oh my God, mom, we need to hire her. She needs to be <laughs> like, this is, this is where she needs to be. So you're a Whovian? I am totally a Whovian. Excellent. Um, and so I, uh, my mom's like, I don't even think she's looking for a job. And I'm like, hey, you're looking for a job? She's like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, great, you're going to work here. And so after that, she kind of reached out to me and kind of showed me how like Wicca and paganism and stuff like that works. Cause I've never had like a set religion, mm -hmm. but I've always been interested in this stuff. But in um, previous years, I've always been kind of a little more towards like the Christian side, I guess. And mm -hmm. everyone said, this is demonic. Don't touch it. Right. Kind of a thing. And I'm just like, but if you actually look at it and understand it, it's actually not. There's, there's even parts of the, the Satan, Satanism, the Satan religion, where it's actually a pretty peaceful religion, even though it's got a name attached to it as dark as Satan. But what many people don't know, or that maybe they do and they just don't recognize it, but Satan's actually an angel that was, you know, that fell from heaven. Um, I, I don't really know the full story of that, but is that that there's that there's that relation that in in various sects of religions, there's there's a lot of good that comes out of it. So you you would you consider yourself now? To be more of a Wiccan or a or a pagan, I definitely lean more towards the pagan. I was reading a book today um, by Scott Cunningham, and it went through kind of like the more Wiccan stuff. And in one of it, it said the laws, and there was like this whole list of laws. And I'm just like, mm, don't think it's really all about a set of rules. It's you know how Christianity has their um, thing where it says do unto others. Well, um, paganism is a little more simple than that. It just simply says do no harm. Okay, and it's like. Well, why can't we all just kind of live by that? Why do we have to have all these other 
laws and rules and regulations of what mm-hmm. you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. It's almost like something just came along over time and just kind of kept adding to the rules, the list of rules. Um, so what got you started or what piqued your interest into um, this world? And, and, and is tarot reading kind of your forte in this world? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so my mom actually has a tarot deck that she rarely uses, and I rarely ever saw her using it when I was younger. And so that kind of like made me interested. I used to play with it every once in a while. I never knew what it said um, because I didn't know how to read it properly. Um, but me and my best friend, we went to a store, and I was like playing with crystals and stuff like that, and I saw this huge shelf of all these cards. And I had gone to Barnes & Noble, and I got a tarot deck, but again, I couldn't quite read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw this Oracle deck and I'm like super into mermaids. And so I saw this, um, Oracle mermaid deck and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is super exciting. And so I grabbed it and not even knowing what I was doing, I shuffled it and I laid out the cards and instantly. And when I was reading them, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this totally answered a question that I didn't necessarily have. It was just information I needed to know. Really? And I'm like, that's totally cool. And then I laid them out for my best friend. And it answered a question that she had had, and it didn't make sense to me because it wasn't supposed to, but it made total sense to her. Huh. So I'm like, this is so cool. I'm like, super excited. And so um, I fell in love with the um, Lucy Cavendish artwork and all her stuff. And so now I pretty much am pretty sure I have all of her Oracle decks. Wow. And there, you have them all laid out here. There's five separate decks. Um, now, what's the difference between each deck? Is, there, is, is it just the artwork? No, there is actually um, a difference between them. And they, in my opinion, they all have their own personality. Okay. Um, and so the way I laid them out was from most kind, most bubbly to if you really don't want to know the answer, don't ask. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. This one makes my best friend cry like all the time. This is the fairy tale oracle deck. It can be pretty brutal. Really? Yes. When you say brutal, like is it brutally honest? It or- is Brutally honest. Okay. Does it like surface things like deep, dark secrets that you don't want revealed? Like how deep does this go? So in my opinion, it's not necessarily deep, dark secrets. It's, you know, let's say you have a basic question and it can kind of, it goes in and it's like, "Mm, this is like surface stuff. It's like, this isn't what you really want to know. This is what you want to know. And I'm going to give you that answer that you don't want to ask because you're you don't think you're ready for the answer, but you are, and here it is, and you're just going to have to accept it. So what if I, because I didn't really come prepared for questions to the deck, um, only because I've, I've never done this like as a one-on-one type of thing. I've only just been a spectator to, like I said, the YouTube videos that, that people um, doing various readings based on their your, your birth signs. Um, so if I don't have that, do I just kind of just sit here and just hear what the deck has to say? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, you know, what... What do the spirits want to tell you and in which way kind of pulls your interest the most to where it's going to tell you what you're actually looking for? Not necessarily looking for, but what needs to be told and which um, is the best way to tell it. Got it. Okay. So you, you mentioned spirits. Mm-hmm. So how does this tie into the, the spiritual slash paranormal realm? So again... Strictly my own opinion, because everyone's going to have their own opinion of their decks and how they read them and all that stuff. But my opinion is it's not just a card telling you something. It is because the cards don't, you know, can't really choose which one it shows you. So something has to choose it. So in my opinion, it's some spirit, some guardian, 
whatever has a message for you and it's like, you know, you pick your deck and it's like, I like this deck, this deck seems like it has something to say to me and you, um, you know, I'll pull out the cards and it's whatever it was pulled that card or pushed that card out of the deck and said, that's the one they need to hear about. This is the information in this card is what they need to hear about. So we'll, we'll get into this and we'll do like a full on uh, example of how this works in a minute. But when you say that the spirits push or, or, or pull a card for you, you're, you're, you're just drawing from the top, right? No. Oh, not, okay. So everyone has their own way of shuffling. Okay. Deck. Some people will just shuffle a deck like normal playing card deck and they'll put it down. They'll put the cards out and they do what's called a spread. So they can do a three card spread, which is uh, past, present and future, or there's like, I think like a six or a seven card spread. I never really got into the spreads because I'm don't really have set rules. Okay. So it's more of whatever comes out, it comes out and what makes sense to you, then that's what it is. Okay. If it comes out in a three card spread and that happened to be something from your past, this is something that's going on now. And if you see that trend, then you know that the next card is something that's coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. So do you have a, like a special set of skills or, or do you, would you consider that you're like more of an empathic person? Like, does it take somebody with empathic skills to, to be able to interpret what's on the cards? Um, no, I don't think it does. I think that really quite honestly, anyone can pick up a deck of cards and use them, whether they're traditional tarot or Oracle. Um, Cause again, I didn't know what I was doing. I am a little more towards the empathic so i have i can tune into more um emotions and energies mm-hmm. um like my best friend and my husband they're quite hilarious honestly um <laughs> they're they're spiritual twins it's kind of creepy sometimes like the twin flames do you believe in that that sort of thing i'm not entirely sure what that one is though. okay all right <laughs> um but no they're so it's like one of them will say something and then I'll be with the other one and we'll be talking about something completely different and they'll say like the exact same thing. And I'm just like, Weird. It's like seriously, like a dumb example would be like, I showed my best friend a picture of these shelves and they have little points on the end of them. And she's like, I'm sorry, all I saw were cats. <laughs> and then like a couple days later, I showed my husband, I'm like, look, babe, I want these shelves. And he's like, why? Because they look like cats. And I'm just oh. like, she was, they weren't even involved in the conversation together. They're on the same level somehow. It's. It's frustrating, especially when we play um, cards with humanity. It's very irritating. <laughs> Things can get pretty heated in that. Huh? <laughs> yeah. um, so do, am I wrong in, in astrology being a big part in how you do a tarot reading? Um, again, I think it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I don't particularly take your um, astrology sign into consideration. Now, when people do astrology, from what I've seen on the YouTube videos, to where sometimes it doesn't work for you and sometimes it does, it's because there are so many people with that astrology symbol. It can't relate to everybody at the same time. Mm-hmm. So at certain times, it will relate to you, but at certain times it won't because it's talking about some other group of people in that area. So it, I do sometimes do it on my Facebook. Um, so I'm trying to do it like on Tuesdays, obviously not today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's kind of something I'm working on as well is kind of looking through um, you know, like the Zodiacs, like my best friend, she's a Capricorn and I did it last week and I did the Capricorn one and I'm like, did this relate to you? And she's like, not entirely. And I'm like, well, good, because if it related to you, then maybe I was only channeling you and that's not what I wanted. I want to make sure that I channel everybody, you know, mm-hmm. or, or whoever needs to hear that message that day. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so, um, 
what do you expect to, 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 to happen out of this reading? So quite honestly, again, I'm just trying to hone my skills mm-hmm. for other people. Obviously, for me um, and what I can do, obviously, I am thoroughly attached to my best friend. I'm thoroughly attached to my husband. I'm thoroughly attached to my mom, you know, and it's like, obviously, it's so easy for me to read for them. It's not a problem. But if I encounter a stranger, someone I've never met before, it's like, okay, how does that work? Am I skilled enough to actually go out into the unknown and whatnot and do this for other people? Am I going to be giving them good advice? Is it something that they needed to hear or is it just ridiculousness that didn't make any sense? <laughs> right. So if people hear this and they hear the reading and they go, wow, I want to experience this myself, where would people go? And are you like, are you accepting new clientele to, to, to get your, to, to do your services and get a tarot reading from you? Yeah, so I have um, two ways. You can always follow me on Facebook. I made a Facebook page, and then I have my website. What's um, your Facebook page? It's Gemini-Oracle, and then my website is the same, Gemini-Oracle.com. Okay. Um, and it's, um, I haven't put it on my website yet, but so how it works is you go onto the website, and you pick your deck, and you pay for it, and then I will email you your reading from that deck okay you wanted um and if you want to do an in-person one we can obviously schedule those as well because those are going to be a little bit more personal where the ones that are emailed are just pretty much blank uh not blanket but um basic right so they're not going to get too deep into it but they're going to give you some some surface stuff okay all right so when you say they pick out their deck you're not going to give then give them the deck it's just like how you have it laid out here there's there's five different decks and it's based on how little you want to know to how deep you want to go. And Pretty much. Anywhere in yeah. between, right? And it's it's also your personality. Like, um, like right now, I'm, I'm drawn to the Alice in Wonderland deck. And that's only because I'm a huge fan of Alice in Wonderland. Um, so I wonder if that would fare well for us to do today. So I absolutely do think it does. Because ever since I emailed you, mm-hmm. this is the deck I thought you would pick. No kidding. No kidding. And we've only been, you know, corresponding for like less than a week. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy that you just picked that up through email. Um, why Why is that? Um, it's oddly enough, even though it is Alice in Wonderland, it's very kind of like logical. Okay. Um, like if you think of the, um, the Caterpillar from the Tim Burton films, mm-hmm. that's the kind of attitude I relate this deck to. Oh, okay. It's like I, I like was, that character. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. He's very... He's very wise and he's very kind of straightforward. Be like, this is what you want to know. And Alice is like, but that's wrong. He's like, but this is what you want to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like it's that. just like, I'm going to continuously say this until it sinks in. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, if people do want to find you, it's at facebook.com slash Gemini dash Oracle. Yes. And Gemini dash Oracle.com. Yeah. Cool. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes too, so that people can link over. Um, all right. So if there, is there anything else that you wanted to, to say before we get started and anything else that I should know, do I have to sign a waiver? Uh, you know, is there anything that I should be prepared for? Um, no. Kleenex. Okay. <laughs> you said people cry. I think, I think you're safe with this one. All right. Um, the fairy tale one is sometimes someone that can make people cry. So okay. You're, you're, Fine. You're safe with this one. Awesome. Okay. So, um, and, and, uh, when, if people, just before we get started, if people wanted to uh, do an in-person reading, how much do you charge for something like that? I only charge $20. Oh, okay. I didn't go to school for this. You know, the only thing I personally paid for was the cards and I don't, 
see why it should be an outrageous cost to yeah. anybody. It's yeah. like it's information you need to know and you need the source for it. So it's it's kind of like I don't I never feel like people should overpay for something because it's a necessity in life. Yeah, because I've 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 heard some people equate tarot readings to palm reading or fortune telling. And I've gotten ripped off by fortune tellers and palm readers at like, you know, various festivals. Um, like there was one who wanted to put me on some sort of like retainer, like five hundred dollars that they wanted just just so that they, we, we can call them the next week to get more information. Obviously it's, you know, some sort of gypsy scam. Um, but would you equate this to anything like that? No, I think people who really care for the craft that they do aren't going to charge you some outrageous price because obviously they're going to charge you $500 because, well, that's exactly how much they need to make. And if mm -hmm. they can find a couple people they can scam off of, they're going to make bank just mm -hmm. charging those $500. And it's like, that's all they need. Right on. You know, it's, this is more of a caretaking and a love. And I, quite honestly, I don't really care to put a price on it. But at the same time, it's you're going to get more out of it if you pay for it. Because if it's free, it's going to go, oh, that was fun. That was cool. And you're going to walk off not thinking about it. Yeah. But if it's something that you have to pay for, you're going to actually think about it. And so it's like, I don't want to charge you this extravagant amount because it's, it's self-care. You shouldn't have to pay you know, more than necessary for self-care. I can get behind that. That's very noble <laughs> of you. I'd really do appreciate it. And it's like not only um, people like you, but really great people like the folks at Sac Spirit who just work basically on, on donations because they just want to help people. And, and I, I love connecting with people that just want to help others. And so I'm grateful that we're here today. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I got to be honest. <laughs> um, only because there's like, I don't have anything to hide. I'm a pretty honest person. But I just don't know what to expect. <laughs> so uh, let's get started. I think the the Alice in Wonderland deck is going to get laid out here. Um, so what what do we do? What, how do we start? So I'm going to shuffle it. Okay. And then I'm going to let you take a moment. And um, if you have a question, great. If not, then just kind of think about it. Put your energy into it. And I'm going to have you cut the deck. And then I'm just going to start flipping through the cards and okay. see what pops out. All right. Trying to think of a question. <laughs> I, I just don't know how how broad I want to go, or if I want to get specific. How specific can I get? You can get as specific as you want. The more specific, you know, probably the less cards and less informative. But okay. if you just kind of want to see what it says, then we can just go with that. Like a question similar, like, "Oh, am I going to get fired tomorrow?" <laughs> Or am I going to get a big raise tomorrow? You can definitely ask those questions. Okay. It's not going to be that specific. It's just going to kind of give you some information around it. Okay. That And, and I, I'm not going to ask those questions. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know, put it out there that those are the first things that come to mind and, and where, where people would want to get advice. And do a lot of people, well, you've only really had experience with your best friend, your, your husband and your mom. Yeah. Do you find that in other cases where you, you've seen... Do people ask about relationships a lot? Um, I've heard that people do ask about that, but it's, I mean, it, it will definitely, my, my best friend has actually asked about some relationships. Like I can kind of tell, cause I don't ask you what your question is. Oh, again, oh. It's, it's not my business. Okay. That's personal to you. That's your question. I don't need to know your question. I don't need to know your answer. Interesting. Okay. Um, do you want to know afterwards? Like if I do have a question so we can maybe see how close it was or more or less. I just want your, your input of 
Was it accurate? Okay. Did it make sense to you? Okay, Those are the it. only two questions I have at the end of readings, you know, because if they don't make sense, then I did something wrong. Okay. So it's it's kind of just feedback. Just want the feedback. <laughs> Typically, how long does a, does a reading take? And is it just one round or or would we be able to go into another deck after this? And Or am I like spent at that point? No, you can definitely go into another deck. Okay. Um, if one card kind of makes sense, but not all the way, then we can obviously shuffle the deck and get you a clarification for that card. Um, we can even pull from another deck. Like I did, um, I think it was my my Dragon Fae deck on myself one time. And um, one of the cards I was reading, it didn't make sense, but this one word stuck out for me and it's had to talk about, it talked about water. Mm. And so I'm just like, okay, hold on a second. I need a clarification for this. So I grabbed my mermaid deck and I pulled that out and I brought up, it brought up one card and it, then it made sense. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, that makes sense. Interesting. And because of the water and the mermaids, so it helped you tie those two together. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so where do I start? Are we, are, are, <laughs> you, I've seen you shuffle. Yeah. Um, are you done shuffling? I am. So go ahead okay. and, you know, take a minute and cut the deck and think, you know, just put your energy into it. Okay. All right. Cut it like that. Yeah. Okay. That's all you gotta do. Deck is cut. <laughs> Put my energy into it. See what happens. Whoa. Just getting crafty here. <laughs> all right. So those two cards just fell out of the deck, and so you just keep them out. Yep. Because obviously they don't belong in into the deck what you're doing because you're, you're you're shuffling it back together even though i've cut it yeah okay so because you cutting it kind of puts them in a you know an order or whatnot and it helps put your energy into it and it gives you hands-on on the cards okay um i know some people they're very particular about their cards they don't really want people to touch them Interesting. but i think that's like the opposite effect of what you want them to do it's like you kind of want them to get that energy in there otherwise they don't know what who they're talking for so is there some sort of dictionary or key to what each car okay yes, so there there's, a, there's like an instruction manual <laughs> that comes is. along with it just in case you don't know which one means but have you been doing it enough now in the last two years that you basically know which each each card stands for unfortunately because i have five decks and i keep collecting them randomly mm -hmm. um i don't quite spend enough time with one single deck to remember all of what the cards are okay because there could be um anywhere up to 64 cards per deck Okay. Oh, okay. And, that's know. my next question. Yeah. How many cards are in this particular deck? Um, that's a good question. There are 45 okay. cards in this deck. So trying to remember anywhere from, you know, 50 to 60 cards is a little much. <laughs> and there's no duplicates. There's no, not, it's not like a regular card deck of cards. Nope. Okay. So it's not, it's definitely not your traditional tarot deck. Whereas, um, you know, it has a set rule. You can get as many, you know, different looking ones as you want over a traditional tarot deck. And they're all going to say all the cards are going to mean the exact same thing throughout each deck. Whereas the Oracle decks, they kind of mean what the creator of the deck wanted them to mean. Interesting. And so each deck is going to be different. Each deck is going to say something different. Okay. All right. So. So it looks like because I shuffled enough times that only two of them came out. Okay. And so we're going to kind of go with those two. So that's what you were expecting to happen. You were yes. expecting cards just to fall out exactly. as you were shuffling because you were pretty 
now and say aggressive, but you were doing it enough with enough energy that it was just, they could just fall out. Yeah, okay. you All definitely, right. that's, and that's the, those spirits pushing and pulling them in the direction they want them to go. It's like, I want these two to fall out and these are it. I don't want anything else to fall out. So they made sure they all stayed in. Got it. So your first one was, um, it's all must have prizes. All must have prizes. Try to please everyone. I'm pretty sure that's. Well, that sounds <laughs> just like me. <laughs> yeah. And so we will go into it. And it says, try to keep everyone happy. Treat treating everyone as equal and rewarding those who have not worked hard, playing nice, wanting to please, and inability to choose who or what is best for you, trying to be fair, but avoiding difficult decisions is not fair on yourself, maintaining illusion to avoid disappointing others. Wow. That's like, that's me to a T. <laughs> and what was, what was the, what was that last part? Um, about owning oh what was that last part um let's see it says try to be fair mm -hmm. but avoiding difficult decisions is not fair on yourself yes maintaining illusions to avoid disappointing others yes i do that all the time you shouldn't do that i know <laughs> i know this is like one of my my own fault faults but it's it's i don't know why it's easier for me just to do that. Yeah. You can't Should I refrain my comments? No, you're okay. totally all right. fine. All right. Because it, it definitely um, is, it's that feedback that I was looking for. You know, it's definitely, you know, you tell me that this relates to you entirely. And that tells me that, okay, so you are a, you're a people pleaser and you kind of need to pull back on yourself and kind of hone that in and be like, you can't please everybody. You know, mm -hmm. that, that saying you can't please everybody all the time. So you've got to kind of, maintenance yourself and make sure you're not, you know, overdoing it. Okay. Because quite honestly, people pleasers can get used. So yeah. Yeah. You definitely got to be careful of that. Definitely. Thank you for that. <laughs> and then the next one you got is law is not justice. Rules that are not fair. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm a little nervous about this one. <laughs> Have you ever pulled this card before? I have, actually. I pulled it for my best friend, and um, it was. Uh, she said it was her mom talking to her. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just got the chills. All right. Someone may have the authority to impose the law, but the law or the rule is ready to be questioned. Following the law, even though it is unjust, condemn condemnation without knowing the full story. Being judged by people who do not know you or have a based biased view. You may be judging people you do not understand. Be sure to have a full picture and avoid condemnation and judgment. Be discerning, but be sure to be fair and just. Hmm. So there's probably something going on that's not quite sitting right with you. And it's definitely time to question that. Don't just let it, just because it's it's the rule, it's the law. Don't just just say, well, that's that's the rule. Interesting. It's not always, rules are made to be bent sometimes or re-thought re of. Right. You know? I, I can, uh, that definitely resonates. <laughs> that doesn't, uh, um, it's a little bit deeper than something that I would, 
be comfortable with sharing here because and that's, that's there's a lot of truth to that. That's where that, that privacy comes in. Yeah. It's, you know, obviously it, if it resonates with you, that's all that needs to be known because it is something that needed to be shared with you. Okay. It, I don't need to be the receiving end of it. It's that's, that's your truth. That's your thing to deal with. All right. Wow. So, <laughs> so because only two cards fell out, that's, that's, that's it for that. That's it deck. for, for that reading. I mean, I could definitely do another one and we can pull more to see if, you know, anything else falls out. Um, but if you want to try another one, you're more than welcome to. Let's try to see if something else falls out of this deck and okay. then, and then we'll move on to the, uh, the heavy one, the one oh. that makes people cry. <laughs> Let's see if we can get some waterworks going. Right. Or if we get some scary truths to seep out. So, so far, this is, I, I'm surprised at how quickly it took us to get to those, those cards, but it also shows a lot of depth. Um, while the, the, the definitions of each of those cards can be kind of broad, each one of them resonated with me very deeply, especially the first one, because I've done a lot of people-pleasing over the years and that's not a sexual innuendo this says this is to relate <laughs> with a lot of facets of my life when it comes to my professional life um you know my my family um and it, it just it's easier for me to please others than it is for me to reserve myself and and say no um so it's it's just a it's an interesting mirror effect and the law is not justice card um, it's something I feel like resonates with me a lot more recently because I have been questioning a lot of things, not just because I'm uncomfortable or in a certain situation, but I guess I've just, I don't know if it's complacency that I've been in, in a state of for the last five or six, or, I don't know, however long, um, but it just feels like now is a better time than ever to just start questioning where I am and, and who I am and where I stand and all of, all of this. That's such an ether ethereal <laughs> comment, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely think that I, unfortunately I believe this deck is spent for you for now. Yeah. Nothing fell out. Um, it did not, okay. but um, I do definitely think this was kind of the, almost like a test. It's oh. like, we're going to, we're going to show you, you, and then we're going to show you something deep. So that we have your attention. Ah. Like, we got your attention. Now this is what you needed to know. My attention is definitely got. <laughs> cool. So. Well, thank you, Alice in Wonderland deck. Let's see. What, what's the, uh, what's the, the big one here? That would be the fairy tale deck. Fairy tale deck. Yes. Does this one have a lot more cards? Um, it looks a little thicker. It is definitely looks a little thicker. I think the book is definitely thicker for anything. Um, uh, this actually has 44 cards. And so it probably goes a little bit deeper yeah. in its interpretations. Yes. Oh, and yeah, like that the, book is way, the, way thicker. <laughs> yeah. okay. The definitions are definitely a little longer. It's not just a, a paragraph. There's a story behind it. So if you think about um, more towards like the darkness of the Hans Christensen stories, yep. um, that's definitely where this deck goes. Ooh, I like um, it. So like, I know people on here can't see it, but if you see the... The imagery on mm -hmm. these, they're very, you know, dark and kind of sad, and none of them are very, you know, hopeful or anything Nothing like too that. cheery in that deck, no. Not really, because it's like there's a truth that needs to be known, like this one. Yeah, that, one's, that one looks like death. It does, but quite honestly, that's 
probably one of my most favorite ones. Oh, okay. Um, that's the the juniper tree. And if anyone knows the story of that, it's about a mother who um, she had a baby and she died underneath, and her husband buried her under the juniper tree. And the um, stepmom didn't care too much for the son, and so she killed him and made it look like um, kind of made her daughter think that she did it. And then um, a, her daughter buried the, the son's bones underneath the juniper tree and a crow sprang up and he went and collected some trinkets and he sang a sad song about being deceived. Wow. And it's just, it's really deep and really dark. It's kind of got like, um, almost like an Edgar Allan Poe kind of yeah. feel to it. It's definitely very interesting. The uh, Hans, Christ- Hans Christensen is his stories are from a lot of what the Disney movies have derived from, right? Yeah. Like the uh, Cinderella's and the yeah, Snow Whites and that kind of they're stuff. They're definitely darker. Like, oh, I yeah, don't know if you yeah. ever, like, um, like my favorite one is like the Little Mermaid. Yeah. And there's they, something like that they eat people, like the, the mermaids eat people, right? So the, those are sirens, but no, sirens, the mermaids didn't yeah. eat people, but it was, um, so in the end, because it wasn't just some awesome thing that, oh, she got legs and blah, blah, blah. She was in pain. She, you know, every time her feet touched the ground, it was like she was stepping on glass. And in the end, the prince didn't choose her and her sisters gave her a knife and say, kill the prince and you can come back and live with us. And the little mermaid, she's like, I can't do it. And she ended up just throwing the knife in the ocean and jumping in and became sea foam. (laughs) (laughs) There's no singing crab in that story. Uh, No, there's not. That's crazy. Definitely not. All right. So, so you're shuffled? We're shuffled. It's my time to cut. Yep, go okay. ahead. Cutting. Well, set my intentions first, right? Put my <laughs> energy into it. The deck has been cut. All right. I'm, I took a smaller slice off the top. <laughs> Is there any strategy to this, or it's just me putting my, my energy yes. into the cards, you and that's putting basically it? your energy into the cards, and that's basically it. Okay. Whoa. That one almost came out. Almost. It decided, nope, wrong one. (laughs) Have you ever had a moment where nothing came out? Yes. Really? Um, I did this deck with my best friend last night, and because apparently didn't have anything snarky to say to her, that she didn't need to know. (laughs) Okay. So this could be be a bust. It could be. If nothing comes out. How how many times do you do this until you realize, ah, it's just got nothing Um, to say? I do about maybe four or five times. Because sometimes it's... Just got one. Yep. Got something to say. <laughs> Ooh, that one looks. So I'm, I don't know what it is, um, but I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, it looks like there's moon phases on it, and there's um, just recently we had the full moon just this last Sunday night, and it the full moon landed in my sign. It's the Aries full moon, and I've been seeing a lot of rumblings about. This, this particular full moon is a good time to, to take advantage of uh, the progress you've made and in, in your, your spiritual, um, I guess, uh, reckoning, your, your spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot of work that's been done in the last phase of the moon. So now it's time to really grab everything by the by the reins and, and take hold and, and, and move forward in, in, this, in the growth process. Um, do you do you believe in any of that kind of stuff when it comes to like the moon phases and how it resonates with people and their signs? Um, again, I haven't really delved into a lot of astrology or anything like that, okay. but I do know, like, definitely when it's a full moon, you know, just 
just be careful. Yeah. <laughs> just be careful. There are a lot of crazy people out there, and they get more crazy when the full moon comes out. That's so true. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I remember you talking about um, Mercury retrograde last week, mm-hmm. and that is definitely a thing that happens. Like, my mom is all into astrology. She tries to tell me about it, but I'm like, I, I don't get it. Really? So, it just goes right over your head. It, it does. Yeah. But I definitely, definitely pay attention to Mercury retrograde. Even she does. She she won't sign contracts. She won't start new projects. She mm-hmm. just, nope, you need to finish what you're working on and then wait for it to pass and then do your important new thing. It's insane how how it does. It can affect people directly. Um it has to me more so recently. And I think that's only because I've been going a little bit deeper into my spiritual growth Mm -hmm. um, that I feel like it it, uh, affects me a little bit more, but when it does, it's almost always technological. There's always something that happens that that fires wrong or, or um, something crashes or something needs to be rebuilt. It's something that just has happened to me every single time. So I've been super careful um, since some pretty catastrophic things have happened, <laughs> yeah. um, in order to tread lightly around these times. And, and I know that Mer- this next round of Mercury retrograde doesn't start until the end of the month, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some time to prepare. But, there you uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have one card here. Yep. And what does I it think say? this is going to kind of talk more about that, that last Alice in Wonderland card. Oh, okay. So the law this card. Is, this is the boy... Uh, the day boy and the night girl. And it talks about balance. Okay. The day boy and the night girl. And oddly enough, the law card, by the way, in that deck was number 30. And if you notice in this deck, this card is also number 30. Whoa, that's that's uh, <laughs> synchronicity or coincidence. Uh, we'll find out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So again, this is a little bit more of a longer story okay. uh, than just a brief paragraph because there is a story behind it. Have you ever drawn this card before? Okay. So I have a a vague idea of what it's talking about. Got it. So it says, in this haunting original fairy tale, a boy is captured by a witch and kept in a tower. He is only allowed to witness and know of the daylight and lives each day from sunrise to sunset. In another part of the tower dwells a girl, also a prisoner of the witch. And this girl is being taught only by the night. She lives only in the dark. And both are only permitted to know half of all the world has to offer us. But when both escape and eventually meet, they guide each other through the times that are unknown, of the dark and of the light. For both of these innocents, the unknown is terrifying. But slowly, they learn to trust each other, and each allows the other to be their guide through the unknown. This is a deeply hopeful and powerful story. The young woman teaches the young man that the night is not to be feared nor the moon and the stars. Likewise, he helps her feel safe and allow herself to feel the warmth of the sun, to see all the colors of the f- for the first time, and to step into the light. It is so touching and so balanced and symmetrical. Both the day boy and the night girl are fearful, and both are heroic, each in the student and the teacher, and neither can be whole or truly brave until they can work with the dark and the light within themselves, in the outside world, and throughout their lives. So if this card comes to you, know that you cannot live afraid of the light, for the bright light that is wanting to shine on you and bring you to full and radiant life is healing light. The warmth of love and joy and your own flourishing cannot be hidden away from, and you cannot hide from the dark either. There will be times of stillness and quiet and subtle hiddenness when you can walk unwatched and be more of an observer in the world. 
You are all light and darkness, whirling together, radiant and star-like, and you must also balance the aspect of masculine and feminine within you. Now is the time to work with your fears, for now is the time when you can only come to wholeness, despite all you have been taught. So remember what I was just saying about the moon phase and taking <laughs> things by the reins and not to be fearful. That, mm -hmm. that is like, that is something that has been popping up in, in my you know feeds and cause I follow all this, this stuff mm -hmm. um, just because I like to, I like to feel like the more I absorb, the more I can come to my own conclusions and what you just read there feels like it, 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 it not only resonates, but it synchronizes everything that I've been reading and coming to the conclusion that, that I have been an observer and I have been observing for a really long time. And now it's time to overcome whatever fear that I might have to uh, embrace my full potential. And whatever that is, I, I still don't know. And I feel like that's what that fear is triggering, not knowing mm -hmm. what will happen if and what I do to take that next step. Um, that's really powerful. <laughs> Seriously, that gave me chills. <laughs> when you got to the end there, I thought this is exactly, exactly what I've been going through in my mind. Wow. <laughs> that's really fun. Well, I'm glad it was helpful. And do, what, do, do you, do you, what do you get out of this? I mean, do you get excited when you hear stuff like that? I do actually. I think there's just like a lot of energy in the room right now. And again, like I said, I'm, I've been, I've been told I'm an empath. I'm trying to kind of figure out what all that means, but it's, it definitely like hits me hard. And my, like, I feel like my face is like on fire right now and really? my fingers are all tingly and it goes up my arms and it's just, it's this really awesome feeling. Like there is just, there's more out there mm -hmm. than what we can actually see. And it just, every time I do these cards or I find a new stone or something like that, it's just, it's, it just keeps refreshing me. There's more out there than what you can see. You just have to believe in it. And mm -hmm. it's all, that's all it takes. Becomes a little more tangible each time. It does. And so it's like, it's, I, I have the power to take my life into my own hands. They're again, not trying to hone on, you know, Christians and whatnot. I, I, but honestly, I respect everyone's religion, but for me, it's paganism and the things that I do, it kind of puts it back at me. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, because every morning I thank the, the spirits and I thank them for what they've given me and I thank them for what they're going to give to me. And But at the same time, it puts it back on me. I'm not asking some thing to fix my life. Be like, please, please fix my life. Please, it's terrible. Just, just fix my life. It's yeah. I'm asking, okay. My life is messed up. How do I fix it? That's a really great way of looking at that. And I think that that might be the most common misconception of stuff like tarot reading mm -hmm. or, or even um, to a lesser extent, fortune telling or palm reading where it's supposed to be more of a guide yeah, rather than a bandaid or, you know, a fortune teller that says, well, you're going to be rich in a couple of months and <laughs> just, you know, go about your life and don't do anything different. Fortune will find you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been very enlightening and very, very cool for you to share your gift. And hopefully this has resonated with other people that, that, um, cause I, I'm feeling this energy too. It's, <laughs> it's palpable. And, um, this is, this is just something that really fascinates me. Um, have you ever had any experience with, uh, like energy workers or Reiki or anything like that? Um, I did actually. Um, so, uh, 
last year around the holiday time, I was um, a Lyft driver and I got into an accident oh, in no. San Francisco. Um, and I had to figure out how to get back because I live, you know, I don't live in San Francisco. So it's going to cost me like $200 to get back or I can go to the airport and grab another Lyft car and drive home. Oh, but gosh. again, it's like midnight and I am shaking and I'm just, I'm just a mess. So I very carefully get my way home, um, back to Sacramento and it, you know, my husband, he was there. He made sure I was okay. I got up the next morning. I was going to go do, um, you know, like DoorDash or something like that. And, you know, I go to reach for, um, you know, a creamer pod. And all of a sudden, this shelf falls down on me. And two of my three canisters that were up there broke. And I'm looking around at this huge mess. And I'm like, I just want to cry right now. And I'm like, I just moved in. And I don't have a broom. And I have ceramic all over the place oh my gosh. and just the week before we were at this place um that's called the light weavers academy i don't know if you've ever heard of it no um it's pretty cool there's a girl there she does aura cleansing okay and so i eventually my husband said that i wasn't allowed to go anywhere that day he's like you can go to this one place and that's it otherwise you can't go anywhere you're just no the answer is no you're um, just a hurricane at this I, point. <laughs> I was and so i went there and she wasn't there because apparently she was on call oh, um man. and so but they got her on the phone for me, and I was trying to explain to her what was going on, and I was just crying, and I was just, I just felt like I could just curl up into a ball. And she's like, "I'll be there in 20 minutes." She got there. I laid on her table. She did the aura cleansing thing, and when I got up, she looked at me and she's like, "How do you feel?" And I'm like, "I don't feel like I'm gonna cry anymore." Oh, that's it's just like this huge, just gray, nasty cloud was just taken away, and it just. It just felt amazing. Yeah. That's that's one thing that I feel that a lot of people can benefit from things like aura cleansing or even Reiki. I think it's about it's about the same type of practice. Um, but if you could just get those chakras aligned and sit there and, and have somebody help you focus that energy into the right flow, uh, it, it can do wonders for a lot of people. And there's there's so much credibility in in this type of practice that is getting more credence now that people are experiencing it more, um, which is just fascinating to me. And I'm just so excited for this kind of stuff to become more mainstream. And I feel like that's what's happening. I feel like I, there's, a, there's a shift happening here. There, there definitely is. And it's, it is very exciting because it's no longer becoming, you know, oh, my gosh, you do this, you do witchcraft. It's, it's demonic. It's, you know, it's bad. And it's like, actually, it's not mm -hmm. if you think about it because I was reading in a book because it you know it's it was talking about light and dark magic he's like and there was it says like there's actually no difference you can do the same spell for light and dark magic it all goes around what your intention is if your intention is bad then it's dark magic if your intention is good it and it you know then it's it's light magic it's all about your intent and I think that's kind of how tarot card readings and true palm readers and psychics that's that's how they are it's their intent their intent is to do something good mm -hmm. now if their intent is to do something bad then obviously it's gonna come crashing down and quite honestly karma is gonna come crashing down on them mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> karma's a bitch yes, it is. this is true all right well i, th I think uh, i think that'll do it for us today is there anything else that you wanted uh, people to know before before we say goodbye? Um, you know, just in, indulge in your curiosities. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad that we did that today. Me too. Um, the indulgence is definitely fulfilled. <laughs> um, so if you wanted to reach out to Brianna, 
you can reach her at uh, gemini-oracle.com or facebook.com slash gemini-oracle. And I'm going to put all of her contact information, not her cell phone, because I don't want you creeps calling her, <laughs> but I will uh, put her, uh, her contact information up on our show notes so that you can uh, reach out to her and see if her services are something you want to take advantage of. I'll tell you what, I'm a believer and uh, I- I'm, I'm a little bit more woke for the cause. So thank you so much, Brianna, for being a guest today. That was really fun. Thank you for having me. Namaste, bitches. (laughs) The Rad 